Hey, ho, what do you know? It's time for the Matt Dean Clark Show. Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast, welcome back to the show that critics are calling I've Never Liked One Second of It. Okay, alright. Again, we usually ask for just positive reviews, I don't know, I don't even know why I bother saying that. <laughs> People will send in what they want, you know what I'm saying? It just happens. Um, but listen, welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the podcast. It's good to have you here. Happy New Year to you. Um, and it is um, Monday, January 1st. So Happy New Year to you. Um, hope you had a good one. Hope you had a good safe holiday. I had a very safe holiday because I got COVID. Yay! Holiday COVID. Um, yeah, so I just hung out by myself. I got it on uh, New Year's Eve. And so... Yeah, I was just hanging, and so because of that, this is a quarantine episode. So um, it'll still be six segments, but I'll do them, um, you know, usually one per day. Um, I was thinking about just doing them all at once, but, uh, you know, I kind of like doing that format of just recording a little bit each day. So I'm going to do that for a little bit, or at least this week, rather. Um, it's easier to do it the other way, though, because you can just do it in one straight shot. But what I will do is I'm going to record two segments today. This is all behind-the-scenes info that people are like, oh, boring. Everyone's falling asleep. But um, let's start with today. Let's do everyone's favorite segment, which is the advice segment. So reach out if you have any advice questions that you want answered. Uh, reach out at notgoodwithmatt at gmail.com. That is notgoodwithmatt at gmail.com. And uh, so let's get started here. With some advice, a friend suggests that being an at-home mom is all about drinking coffee. <laughs> wow. Uh, so somebody declines to be an at-home parent because they, quote, I would get tired of drinking coffee, unquote. And this person unwisely said that out loud. Yeah. I think you nailed that right on the head. Not the drinking coffee thing. But sometimes you need to keep thoughts in your just in your dumb little head. <laughs> That's the way to do it. I mean, seriously, how many times do you just go about your day and you have like the funniest thing to say, the most weird, random thing to say, but you are like, oh yeah, I shouldn't say that. That'll cost me a friendship or a job. So don't do it. Start a podcast and just say that. Um, you know what I mean? That's the way to go. Uh, the at-home parent, by the way is such a tough and big job i can't even imagine um and so yeah that is just crazy that they would like limit it down to just drinking coffee but that's a perk of the job is to drink coffee and the perk of doing a podcast is pumping yourself full of coffee as well our next one is um, someone writes in and talks about his tall date just asked him to wear lifts the next time they go out Ouch. Sorry, dude. That's a tough one to hear. He's offended that his considerably taller date just asked him to start wearing heels or lifts when they're out in public. <laughs> I gotta tell you, that sounds like 
she sucks real bad. You got to get rid of her immediately. I don't know how she even gets dates. Uh, well, yeah, listen, who knows? But um, I'm short and I'm engaged to a tall woman. And I think that that is such a good thing. That's a huge thing. Every time I'm in public, because I've heard about how people sometimes, like if they're with a taller person, they would maybe get self-conscious. But I, I wear that like such a badge of honor. I love it. And I'm like, yep, that's right. Soak it in. I got me a tall girl. Jealous? Um, but yeah, it's great. Listen, you know what I mean? That's uh, So there's a way that that guy can look at that as like, well, at least he got the tall girl. But if you did that and she clearly sucks about it, um, you can just go get another tall girl, man. Seriously, there are other people that aren't superficial. Go for them. Go for it. Uh, final one is son's pushy new wife, uh, quote, overreacted, unquote, to bed bugs in guest room. Right? Question mark is what this is asking. Uh, they think a son's new wife had mother bear hormones is what they're calling it, or else she would have been fine with the bed bugs that were found in the guest room that she was staying in. Uh, I know. Uh, hard pass. Completely disagree. You are gross. Clean your house. <laughs> Just so you're unaware, bed bugs are not good. Do better. All right, uh, let's go to entertainment news. And like I said, this is uh, I'm recording these first two segments on Monday, January 1st. It is 5.52 in the p.m. I just got back from a walk, too, and it was, let me tell you how cold it was. It's about at least 10 degrees colder than it was last week, uh, which makes a difference when you're out there for a long period of time. Yeah, so it was like 35 consistent, consistently, can I say that word, consistently last uh, week, every day. Uh, 24 degrees right now. So yeah, she's a cold one, Clark. Um, let's go to entertainment news. Uh, sad, sad news. Um, Tom Wilkinson has passed away. Tom Wilkinson is such a good actor. Um, and you might've known him from the full Monty, which he was awesome in. That was definitely, I think my first kind of uh, introduction to him who's such a great actor and i love that movie <clears throat> i still haven't seen the sequel series which i guess he is in and apparently is really great in it and that the show is really good so i'm gonna check that out in his honor but tom wilkinson's awesome and uh, michael clayton he was in um that's the one i haven't seen either that i gotta maybe i'll do a tom wilkinson marathon for that guy and then in the bedroom is what he got some uh, Oscar noms. He got Oscar noms for both those, In the Bedroom and Michael Clayton. So there you go. And an Emmy win in 2008. Um, But yeah, so his death was announced by his family on Saturday. He was 75 years old. So there you go, Tom Wilkinson. Also, his uh, early roles included parts in Pride and Prejudice, The Ghost in the Darkness. Ah, there you go. So I got to put that in the movie marathon as well ghost in the darkness is such an underrated movie so good val kilmer michael douglas tom wilkinson so yeah i gotta check that one out um from there ooh, okay so 
it's been kind of hinted at that there could be a potential sequel to Twister, which is a classic 1996 flick. I remember picking that up at Best Buy. So I must have been fifth, sixth grade. My dad taking me to Best Buy um, to buy it on VHS. And I remember just loving that. And like that and Jurassic Park, I feel like those are the VHS tapes of my childhood that I just kept watching on repeat. And I love Twister. It was such a good movie. Um, but so it was announced that there was going to be what people were calling as a reboot, but, um, apparently, uh, from Top Gun Maverick star, Glenn Powell, he strongly and adamantly advises against people calling it a follow-up or a reboot. He says, it's definitely not a reboot. So somebody must have asked him that. And he said, we're not trying to recreate the story from the first one. It's a completely original story. There are no characters from the original movie back. So it's not really a continuation. It's just uh, its own standalone story in the modern day. Right. But I would have to say if it has the same name as the original movie, then... It's not completely original. I don't know. I could be wrong. Who am I? Who am I? Just a Twister fan. And I'm going to be uh, watching it anyways. And am so excited for it. Which is weird. Because I like loved it so much as a kid. I think maybe it's just the nostalgia talking. But uh, never. Th- it's the sequel I never... Or sorry, not even the sequel. Um, and not really a continuation. This is a standalone story I never thought I would want. But it's now one that I totally need. All right, it is Tuesday, January 2nd. It is 6.03 in the p.m. I'm still Matt. I still have COVID, so that's great. (laughs) I just ordered some new tests that I... I did get a notification that I got them in today. So I'm going to grab those. So that's the highlight of my day. So you kind of know where my um, excitement of my day and everything that I have going on, (laughs) you know where that's at. (laughs) The thing I look forward to the most is getting um, COVID tests in the mail. But listen, you got to have something to look forward to, including doing this, which the segment of the day will be, let's do movies. Let's do movies because people want to, Hunker down. It's cold outside. Did I mention that I give my uh, daily weather report yet? It is 33 degrees outside right now, which is similar to last week where it was 35 degrees every day. And this is weather talk and temperature talk here on podcast radio. Not good. Um, but yes, it. Uh, yeah, let's talk movies. So everyone wants to hunker down, stay warm, bask in the warm healthy glow of a tv uh we'll start with salt burn so this is one that came out in theaters i want to say during thanksgiving like just a couple months ago came out uh it was in and out super quick i wanted to see it in theaters didn't get the opportunity to um which was a bummer it's uh written and directed by emerald fennel um again i'm going to be butchering all these names but that just happens uh but stars barry keegan uh jacob elordi from uh Euphoria. Um, and Barry Keegan, I am a fan of from The Flash. And um, it is, what did I think of it? It's also got uh, Rosamund Pike, 
who I think is up for a Golden Globe for this movie, and Richard E. Grant, Richard E. Grant from With Nail and I, movie from the 80s. Um, and uh, and we'll actually be talking more about that because that production company that made With Nail and I is Handmade uh, Films. And Handmade Films is the production company and studio created by George Harrison. Uh, and we'll talk more about that because they did a whole section of those movies on Criterion Channel. So I'm working my way through all of those. And so we'll talk all about that. Are you guys awake still? Did I bore everyone to tears? <laughs> but Saltburn is this supposed to be really dark comedy. But I see like there's a big twist at the end of the movie. I think you see that coming uh, the entire movie. Um, spoiler alert. We do spoilers here on the show. But Barry Keegan is somebody that is meeting up with this very aristocratic, uh, rich family and um, basically trying to milk them for all their money and does so. And at the end, there's a big twist that that's what this uh, character has been doing and is a villain the entire time. But I was not surprised at, at that. And I also got the feeling that the film was trying way too hard to be edgy. There's even a scene that kind of is almost trying to be as intense as the movie Necromantic but uh, didn't go as far as Necromantic, which is good. I feel like you probably shouldn't go as far as Necromantic did. But uh, yeah, so you see the twist coming a mile away. It tries a little bit too hard. I'm going to give Saltburn, good or not good, is what we like to rate things here on the show. I'm going to give that a not good. Saltburn, not good. But going to a different movie, a movie that is edgy but not trying super hard to be edgy, is Poor Things. And this is directed by Yorgos Lanthimos. Uh, again, probably butchered the last name, but this is a great movie. This is about, it's a Frankenstein story where you have, um, you know, this kind of really deformed, interesting looking Willem Dafoe character. And he takes the uh, recently passed body of Emma Stone and um, removes her brain and puts in the place of that brain, the brain of a baby and then basically reteaches her how to live. Uh, very intense and goes through this whole odyssey of self-discovery. Um, it's intense, it's edgy, it's creepy, it's twisted. And this is one of those movies that is is—it's definitely, you take a journey. It's two and a half hours too, but it never felt like it was really dragging. Some There's a lot of like two-hour movies now that are coming out recently in theaters and they just feel like an eternity. And this one, surprisingly, I sat down and I was like, Oh, two and a half hours. I'm going to be, I'm going to be hurting after a while, but I wasn't. Um, so I love that. I'm going to give poor things good or not good. I'm giving poor things a good. Hello, everybody. It is Wednesday. It is January 3rd, and it is 5.31 in the p.m. in the evening time. Um, and it is, for all my all my weather fans, <laughs> it's uh, 27 degrees. Just got back from a little, little um, um, stuck my head out the window just in my patio. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's cold. That's a little, that bites in a lot of ways. Uh, but yeah, welcome to the show. Um, I was actually going to do today, the plan 
was to do some entertainment news because got the crazy story with uh, Jimmy Kimmel that uh, just came out, Jimmy Kimmel and Aaron Rodgers, which is nuts. Uh, but we'll cover more of that, I think, tomorrow because I had something surprising today that was kind of cool. Um, so I'm going to do checking in. So checking in segment right now. This is kind of my weekly update of what's going on in my life. Um, I did get COVID, so I talked about that. Still have it. Uh, we'll have it for a few days. Um, I keep testing just because I got some free tests. Um, but uh, yeah, still testing uh, that I have it, uh, which I know, and that's expected. But um, but I did want to say too because I didn't really talk about my Christmas and my holidays. My holidays were good. Uh, especially compared to last year. I got COVID. The only other time I got COVID was last year, right around around the same time. Yeah, right around the same time. But it wiped me out during Christmas, so I couldn't uh, do any Christmas celebrations. But this year, that changed, Um, and then I got COVID after Christmas. Yay! Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm doing good. Um, it is, you know, nothing crazy at all. I think the worst for me has been just, you know, congestion, but, uh, but yeah, so just kind of still doing my duty and quarantining and making sure that I'm not spreading that stuff all around. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Cause I, some of my favorite pastimes is, um, I get together with a group of people and we just cough on each other's faces. It's just something we're into, but apparently, apparently that's not healthy. All right. Fool me once. Um, but uh, but no, um, I really just bring that up, that story up, because I always love ta- talking about um, when I worked at a liquor store. Uh, this is the worst way to get sick, too. I was working at a liquor store and uh, you get sick just from working there, just interacting with all the people. Right. Just anytime you deal with public. The great unwashed, as they say. Uh, but I was working and I just finished a big rush. I've told this on the podcast before, but I love it because I can't believe it even happened. It was one of the most gnarliest things. Most gnarliest? I'm I'm Harvard educated. Um, but uh, so I uh, yeah, just finished this rush and I was kind of rela- relaxing and I just yawned. It was late in the evening. I was like, oh, as a guy, customer comes up, just horrible timing and sneezes right in my mouth. Yeah, and it was just this thick, mucusy, phlegm, uh, phlegm nugget in my mouth, <laughs> and so I ran into the uh, back break room, and um, I guess I would say dry heaved, but because my throat was coated with uh, sneeze, it was a wet uh, cough, <laughs> um, a wet heave. But um, yeah, it was gross, and tried to wash my uh, mouth out with soap, but. Uh, but yeah, so there you go. Oh, and then, um, so that is that. And so that isn't how I got COVID though. But I did get to do, I did two Christmases this year, which was very nice. I got to do my families um, and then I got to do Paige's family. So it was just awesome. And we split it both ways and it was just really cool and really fun. And then uh, got the COVID after. Um, but uh, yeah, so there you go with that. And I'm on the ro- road to recovery. And what's great too is the reason why I'm bringing this up today is because my parents surprised me with a little care package, which was some comic books, uh, some brats, and some beer. So that was awesome. Surly lager they brought me. So there you go. That is the best way to get to the road to recovery, I feel like. So that was really cool. And besides that, you know, uh, the holidays were great, seeing everybody, all my family, and, um, you know, it was just 
obviously couldn't see everybody, but that just happens sometimes. But um, oh, my favorite, you know, gift that I got this holiday was a horror movie poster, which is it's all it's a hundred horror movies, and they're all in that scratch off form. So you remember those scratch offs? So you scratch off each movie you've seen. And then by the end, you've scratched off 100 movies. And you scratch it off, and it's a little original artwork based around the movie. So it's really cool. So I've already broken it in with Black Christmas. Um, and then the next one is The Thing that I'm working on. So uh, there you go. With that, there's a little update for you. All right, everybody. Hello there. Sounds like I got a little throg throg in my throat. <coughs> nice. Good to just. Uh, a lot of people will clear their throat before they get on the mic. Not me. That's the Matt Rashavi guarantee. <laughs> uh, it is Thursday. It is January fourth. It is four twenty-eight in the PM, post meridian, as some would say, um, and it's twenty-seven degrees, brisk. And a uh, little COVID news for you. I tested negative. Yeah. Ow. So that's big news. So that's huge. So let's celebrate with some TV reviews and maybe a little TV news too. Um, we'll start with, I finally got around to watching uh, She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, which I don't know why. I didn't have like a ton of interest. I mean, I like Hulk. I like the character. I do like She-Hulk too. I've read those comic books. Uh, from back in the day, but um, I was, I don't know, just something about the show. I wasn't on top of my list, but I checked it out, and it's good. There's some funny parts. Uh, it's a very enjoyable um, show, but it is really silly, and I guess that is always comes down to the fundamental thing of Marvel versus DC for me is that I like a little bit more kind of, you know, for lack of a better word, little edge, little kind of grittiness um, that some marvel stuff just doesn't always have and this is more of a light-hearted family show and i think it's rated tv 14 so that's what it's designed to do but for me it just wasn't wasn't really made for me completely there's parts of it that i love obviously there's so many good um cameos in it that i don't want to spoil but obviously original hulk and a bunch of other ones that are just those are great um so yeah worth checking out but all in all, I'm going to rate it good or not good. I'm going to give it a not good. From there, too, going to go, uh, I watched season three of Yellowstone, binged all of that. Um, I still don't think I get the show. Like, I understand it. I know, you know, what it is. Um, and I like that you can kind of see him figuring out, and him being Taylor Sheridan, the creator, his style of storytelling through this, this show. But... For me, it's still, there's some good stuff. It's a lot of like, you know, cowboy gangsters. I do like that. Um, but it's just not, uh, I like his other shows way better. I'm a huge Taylor Sheridan fan, but I like his other shows. Those ones I'm like diehard fans of. Um, Tulsa King, um, Mayor of, uh, was it a Mayor of Kingstown? Um, and, you know, the spinoffs of Yellowstone. I prefer those more than Yellowstone. 
but uh, but still, they're entertaining and they're fine, and I like them. But I'm going to give season three of Yellowstone as well and not get for right now. Uh, Taylor Sheridan is on the most recent Joe Rogan podcast as I record this today. Um, that's three hours long. This podcast, and I've listened to an hour of it, um, and he talks about how Yellowstone's kind of his punk rock show and his punk rock part of his career no real stories on the show it kind of just working stuff out um and i think he's not giving himself a lot of credit i think there is some good stories in there but it is just kind of you know it's good atmosphere and world building for that particular world i do wish he talked more about more behind the scenes stuff kind of at that first hour because now i'm like oh i gotta listen to the entire three hours of this podcast to get maybe two more cool stories about jeremy renner (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or, or Billy Bob Thornton, which, hey, I, I'll do it, you know. Um, but And speaking of Jeremy Renner, too, he made some news because he just released some music. So on his year off, um, and he's getting ready to why this falls under TV news is because of um, Mayor of Kingstown. He is going back to work um, on Mayor of Kingstown. And so that's really cool. And so he, he'll start doing that this year. Uh, or this month, rather. So I'm very excited um, to hear about that. But yeah, so he's going back to Mayor of Kingstown. Um, and he's been making music in his year, kind of away from TV. And he goes, I think I'm ready. I think I'm strong enough. Um, and he told this to Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen on the New Year's Eve broadcast. He goes, I literally go back in a week. So he is back at work. And he said that he's blessed and that he had so many things to live for. He's got a giant family, a 10-year-old daughter, and he would have disappointed and really messed up a lot of people's lives if he would have passed. So there's a lot for him to get better for. Um, But so he made a lot of music during this, and now he's ready to share some of that. And he's got a new song that released... Um, I think three or four days ago, and I was just watching the music video for that called Wait. So there you go. Check out some Jeremy Renner music, music video, see what you think. everybody it is friday january 5th it is 1 14 in the afternoon and uh let's see it is i should be more prepared for my uh my temperature fans out there um <coughs> uh, got a still a little bit of a cough but i did um it is 33 degrees so right around usual not bad i have to go out for a little stroll uh, i tested negative twice two days in a row not bad um, what a way to start this new year, 2024, with um, a week of COVID. Not bad. Not bad. I did not see that coming, um, and I didn't see that slot on my bingo card. But I know a bunch of people are probably dealing with that. So listen, that happens. We're all in the same boat. Uh, today, I would like to talk about some random news stories. So this one I was saving until the end of the week because I was hoping more information would come out. And it is the Jimmy Kimmel, Aaron Rodgers story. Um, so uh, Aaron Rodgers was on the ESPN show, the Pat McAfee Sports Talk Show. Um, and uh, I, you know, I was more confused by the story. Is Aaron Rodgers normally known for this? Just kind of saying... 
um, outlandish stuff because I didn't know that. And um, some articles that I've been reading have kind of, you know, thrown that out there that he's that this is par for par for the course for Rogers. Uh, but basically, he was insinuating about the list coming out this week, which is the uh, uh, Epstein list, which is a client list um, for him. And you know, not everyone on the list just because their names on the list doesn't implicate them in doing bad things, but just that they had some kind of business dealings with him at some point. Um, but Rogers was saying that Jimmy Kimmel would be listed on the flight logs. He insinuated that. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, so that uh, Kimmel did not resp- um, take to that very well. And so his response was kind of great because he wrote, uh, Dear Asshole, and he, he spelt it uh with two A's for Aaron, which I thought was kind of clever. Um, but for the record, I've not met, flown with, visited, or had any contact whatsoever with Epstein, nor will you find my name on any list other than that clearly phony nonsense that soft-brained wackos like yourself can't seem to distinguish from reality. Your reckless words put my family in danger. Keep it up, and we will debate the facts further in court. Um, and now I'm just kind of wondering, you know, and I was waiting to the end of the week to see what Roger's response would be and haven't heard anything yet. And my only question is, you know, the list has come out and uh, no Kimmel. So what, what does that mean about Roger's theory? I just, so that's why I was hoping that he would have some kind of uh, retaliation uh, comment, but who knows? We'll keep you updated. might happen in the future. But I'll tell you what else will happen in the future, and that is another podcast and another episode of Not Good. That'll come up uh, next week as per usual. But thank you for uh, checking out this week's episode. I'm getting healthier, getting better, so everything will be good. But uh, yeah, thank you, Nalo. Thank you, Unis, for great music again this week. And I hope you're having a great start of the new year. We'll see you in a week. I love you. (laughs) 